0: enjoy. It's awesome. I put my heart and soul into it. And If you want to really start your journey to do your trauma work, ClaimYourPowerBook.com is the place to go to get my book, Claim Your Power, and to get a bunch of free bonuses, including free coaching with me for 40 days. Please enjoy today's episode. Hello, and welcome to the Mastin Kit Podcast. I'm your host, One favor I have for you is this. If you love this podcast, remember to subscribe to it. And if you feel called, please feel free to leave a review because reviews really matter. helps us spread the word and helps other people really discover this podcast. So if this was valuable to you, please feel free to leave a review and subscribe to the podcast. And if there's anything in this episode or any episode that really strikes you as an aha moment, shoot us an email to hello at MastinKip.com. Tell us which episode it was and about what time uh, the breakthrough was in the episode so that we can really know because I'd love to hear from you what your aha moments are. I love hearing that and my team loves hearing that too. So without any further ado, please enjoy this episode of the Masten Kip podcast. Okay. And here's, a de- here's the deal. Okay. If you believe in diversity, okay, that means you're okay with other people being different from you that doesn't mean you agree with them. I might disagree with everything somebody stands for at the core of my being, but I would fight so hard for them to have the free speech to say it because being able to tolerate differences is so very important. So part of trauma-informed is understanding that people are different from us and doing our best to understand that perspective, okay? And it's hard. It's super hard, okay? So, what is trauma informed though? What does that mean? Okay? We throw this word out there a lot. What does it mean? Okay? What does it mean to be trauma informed? Okay? There are six principles of being trauma informed, okay? The first is we start with safety. We start with safety. Without safety, nothing else is possible. And that's why this initial session is about creating a container of safety so that we can actually do the work, okay? Also, trauma informed means there's collaboration, right? We work together. Now, Collaboration doesn't mean we always agree. (laughs) Okay. But we collaborate on things. Okay. And we work together and there's no hierarchy. So this shouldn't be me preaching at you at a higher level and one down or any of that type of stuff. This is about collaboration to create a shared experience here to create a sense of trust between us. And that would be my goal is to create a trust and by also, being transparent, which is why we led with ethical disclosures, right? That transparency, I think, is so important because when you understand, okay, what's the agenda? What's the economic agenda? What's going on here? Let's make that explicit. We feel calmer, right? Does anyone feel better just with those ethical disclosures? Let me see if I show of hands. Is anyone just like, cool, right? And if anyone's triggered by it, let the trauma work begin, okay? Let the trauma work begin, right? So, But that transparency is super important, okay? Also, the value of choice is so important, okay? In trauma-informed care and trauma-informed approaches, okay? Who chose to sign up for this seminar? Who chose? Who chose to log in after the link wasn't working? <laughs> okay, who's still here, right? Okay, if you raise your hand for coaching, who raised your hand? If you stay In the conversation with me, who's staying in the conversation? Okay. If you're doing a process with us, who's doing the process? Who's making you do the process? And who can set a boundary at any time? Okay. Did you know that you can set a boundary at any time? Okay. You have the power of choice. I am not making you do anything okay? You chose to be here and you can choose not to be here. I hope you don't. I hope you stay. That'd be my goal, right? But you have the power of choice. And so what that means is if I'm coaching you, for example, you can always say no, or you can always stop. And I will respect that. Okay? If sometimes maybe there's a little bit too much activation happening, right? You can take a breath, go outside and regulate, come back. Don't, don't, don't do avoidance work, but if you need to take a breath, take a pause, that's your choice. Who has choice here? who has choice here? That's right. Very important to understand that. Okay. Also peer support. So there will be peer support here, meaning breakout rooms and stuff like that. So do your best to show up for those. Those are a part of the experience. Now here's the thing. Peer support is not telling people what to do. Okay. If you're here, the likelihood that you're like the Oprah of your friends is pretty high, right? You find a book, tell everybody about it. Your friends call you for help or support. You might be a coach or a therapist yourself, or you might at least be an unpaid one with your friends. Who knows, right? But who here on some version, that's you. Let me see if I show hands. Yeah, pretty much everybody here, okay? So here's the deal with that, okay? Here, we're not giving advice in breakout rooms. We're just supporting. We're just supporting, which is encouragement. So not, here's what you should do. Oh my God, that's so hard. Oh my God, great job with that, right? But not coaching, Okay. Because that's an important piece of understanding here. We're not going to step into coaching each other. That's my job and the team's job. That's about that peer support together. And then also, this is probably the most important one cultural, historical and gender-based contexts. OK? So what that means is, as a six foot5 cis heterosexual white male born in Kansas in the upper middle class okay, I can't say to everybody on this uh, at this event, "It's easy. Just do what I did." And you're gonna have the same results. Why? Because you have to start as a six foot five cis heterosexual white male born in the upper c- middle class with the privilege that, that comes with. I am the most privileged type of person in this in the United States. Somebody like me, white men, heterosexual, straight white men, by the way. Right. The system is set up so that people like me thrive, and everybody else doesn't. And we're working to change that. But I'm not gonna tell anybody to just do what I did, unless you're a cis heterosexual, straight white male, born in the upper middle class. If that's not you, then we don't have the same cultural backgrounds. Now, here's what's interesting. Do I have to have the same cultural background to help somebody? No. Just like an emergency room doctor doesn't have to be shot to remove a bullet. Who follows? This makes sense? Now, will I ever understand what it's like to be a different skin color than my own? No. Or a different gender or different sexual orientation? Absolutely not. I'll never understand that. And we want to make sure we're taking that into context, okay? Because there's lots of people here from lots of different backgrounds, and there's lots of nuance and trauma work, okay? So I'm going to do my best when we do the coaching and and when we're sharing and doing all the different processes, we'll do our best to take that into consideration, okay? Now, we look at the definition of trauma-informed, And basically, trauma-informed as a definition means that there's a program, organization, or system that understands the widespread impact of trauma. So we understand it. We understand that there's racism. We understand that there's gender issues. We understand that there's mass incarceration. We understand that there's misogyny. We understand all these different things, right? Now, these are not political statements. These are just statements of fact. You can't be trauma-informed. You can't call yourself trauma-informed and not be aware of systems that produce trauma, Right? This is not a political statement. Racism is real. That's not political. It's political because it has power dynamics to it, but it's just a fact, okay? And so we want to make sure that we understand that. So trauma-informed approaches takes that into consideration and understands that there's specific types of trauma for specific types of groups, okay, of people, and they're not the same, okay? And we also, when we're trauma-informed, we understand the paths to healing, okay? So there are many different paths to healing, um, and we'll be sharing a lot of those uh, this weekend as well. And when you're trauma-informed, you understand the signs and the symptoms of trauma, the signs and the symptoms of trauma. Now, in the context of high performance, that looks like procrastination, perfectionism, inner critic work, not being able to achieve goals, not feeling good enough, right? Stress, anxiety, depression, most uh, mental health disorders, all those types of things we believe are trauma responses. So when we understand that things can be a response to trauma, we go deeper than the symptom. Who falls? Does this make sense? In many cases, mental health is trauma decontextualized, which we can get into later, okay? And if an organization is trauma-informed, it means the staff and the team do their best to understand what trauma is impacting the people that they're working with, and then doing their best to integrate that into their systems and processes and procedures, okay? That's what being trauma informed means. Now, perfectionism is not a part of a trauma informed approach, okay? So, will I up? 100% I will up. 100% I will up. Okay, yes, 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 I will up. But, can we repair? That's the goal. Because when we're trauma informed, we focus on the repair. Many times there'll be a rupture, and that happens, not getting it right. But the repair is what's so necessary, right? Sometimes people go, Mastin, you're trauma-informed and I am re-traumatized, right? As if I could get it perfectly, right? So the expectation of perfection, right? We want to lower that down, okay? We want to we make sure we can calm that down because there will be mess-ups, okay? But the repair process is everything. And also, Dr. Stephen Porges, the author of Polyvagal Theory, helps us understand that safety ultimately is the treatment, okay? So safety is ultimately the treatment. Okay, so it's not about a modality, EMDR, CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy, NLP, so many different things out there today. Okay, IFS, psychedelics, whatever, cryo, whatever, all the things, right? Safety first. Okay, so without safety, nothing else is possible. And so to make this very explicit, I wanna say that the space that we are in is a non oppressive, safe space for all people. That's what this space is. It's a non oppressive, safe space.